catching this bullshit. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Know? Like the bullshit right now? Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about? Yeah, just talking, we're, talking about We're it. definitely recording, too. All right, so we're recording. Record. So, yeah. okay, well, let's say it then. I will unfollow you if you post more than two selfies in a row. There you have what it. What do you think about that? Uh, What's your selfie take? Well, Some people have badass What if you, takes. like, need to check your face and you accidentally hit the fucking <laughs> click button? Like, you just... You just <laughs> Taking people out of your okay, life for on. simple Wait. mistakes. Let's take let's take a selfie right now. All right. Let's see. I had to hit it once, and I hit it twice. Oh, that's nice. Now I have to hit it three times. Oh, now we have to all get in. Oh, yeah, get in, Jan. I'm in. Four times. Yeah, Five I mean. Times. I think this. Listen, man. You, <laughs> you've obviously never heard of people with cerebral palsy, <laughs> epilepsy, Tourette's. Come on, man. Like, That's you're talking to the disabled guy. You know, I, I drop my phone and try to catch it and hit the fucking camera button like 10 times. So. <laughs> Yeah, Come on, man. We just met each other. You're not going to ditch <laughs> oh, me over this is double self Listen, I will keep you on my face or on my profiles forever. Good. So today, you got to do the introduction. Oh, yes. you're, you're the guy. I you're the introduction. The I'm not. The okay, guy. guys. This is Jan and Ken's Excellent Adventure. I'm Jan. He's Kent. We're, uh, oh my God, I can't speak. We have to so introduce like, Peter. We're here with Pete McGregor. Pete McGregor. From originally. Born, I like Pete. Um, I like Pete, too. My dad was named Peter as well, so I was the Peter and he was the Pete. But oh, when he's not around, I'll be the Pete. Nice. That's cool. Peter. It's like evolution into it. It is. Like it is. Yeah. Um, I was born actually in Glasgow, Scotland. I, cool. I grew up a lot in uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, spent a little bit of time in Vancouver, um, but most of my time spent training now is in California and San Diego. I'm so jealous. How, how often do I talk about boogie, man? It's like every podcast. Time. He's like your favorite person. He's favorite. my favorite person. Yeah. He can't be your favorite yeah. person. Well, I, I don't think there's enough boogie. boogie Listen, actually, let, let's, <laughs> let's just be real here on this podcast, okay? Yeah. Boogie's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I just want, I really want, I really want the world to know what the true boogie is like. <clears throat> Any, like, anybody who beats up disabled people, you know, is a fucking <laughs> asshole, so... There you have it. He's the only guy at my gym that really, for sure, doesn't take it easy on me, and... Never rolled with me, no legs. He really? never did it? Never. Okay, so did that... Bend? And you know why. You know why. Because you'd win. Because I strangle that motherfucker. <laughs> it's so hard. Okay, so to clarify, anybody who hasn't seen, I, I posted a bit of it yesterday. I went no legs, and it was fucking impossible. I cheated the whole time. The whole time. I've seen that. It was all cheating. Yeah. And when we did roll, what did, what did I get you with? No, uh, I think More. it was like uh, uh, Amer- Americana, 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 but above my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but like I, I didn't win when I went no legs, right? I couldn't. It was it, impossible. It, nope. it, it looked incredibly. And I, I legitimately cheated the whole fucking time. Yeah. The whole even, time. Like, yeah. the, well, okay, so give me, give me some fucking, at the beginning here, like just touching your toes down. I took it for granted. Mm. I was touching my toes down. He's like, you're using your legs. And I was like, fuck, I am. And then I based it on my knees. And I'm like, fuck, I'm still using my legs. But that motherfucker throws his leg up over my head. And I'm like, you're using your legs, you're yeah. using your legs. <laughs> I had to use my hands to use <laughs> yeah. my legs, though. That's right. That's right. So, it's different, man. It was sure. wicked. Yeah, that so, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, good that stuff. was some fucking shit, man. Yeah, no, I, I had a good time yesterday, man. That was, that was awesome. We love having you here, man. Like, um, I don't know if enough people are onto this yet and that's why I'm reaching out to a lot of people I, I want to get people sharing your story I want to get people following you going from one side so you put your hand in the water in Newfoundland 
Yeah, I put my hand in the water in St. John's. And you're going to go right across Canada. To the island. Uh, Nanaimo is my last stop. Boom. Put your hand in the water. Boom. That's Canada to Canada showing people how capable you are. That's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's inspirational because to me, I take shit for granted all the time. I'm always complaining about my fucking knees and my this and my that. Man. And then when I seen that video that you posted, you're like, you got one leg? It's one leg more than me. Right. I was thinking like... What's up, Matthew McConaughey? You know what I like about these high school girls? It was just the same, like, the same draw. Right? It was yeah. wicked. And but you, that... you kind of got to drop it on that guy today, Dude. too, at the seminar, right? Stayed with me. I loved it. Yeah, we had a guy show up to watch the seminar today. So I, I contacted Cape Breton Post. We got into our local newspaper. We got a, a wonderful front of the sports page, which is a big deal for mm-hmm. fucking Cape Breton, right? And uh, we had some people come down to watch the event. And the guy was like, man, my knee, it's, uh, it's pretty bummed. And he was, uh, I'd say, 50. I'd say he was, was 50. He was every bit of 50. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, yeah, look at him. He was like, I'll be here Monday. Yeah, I, I bet it That's lit awesome. up his face, It was man. fucking awesome. He did. He was smiling because he was yeah. like, I haven't trained in about seven years. Yeah. And I got a bum knee, and I was like, look at him. Yeah. And you were out there fucking just kicking ass. He's out he was there like, strangling motherfuckers. Yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll be here knee. Monday. <laughs> For sure. It's man. wicked. No, I mean, like, this is really what it's all about. Like, giving people the opportunity to see how I roll is really what my seminar is about. It's not necessarily, um, you know, something I actually said today in the seminar was, I'm never going to teach you anything that you don't already know. I'm just going to teach it to you how I do it, you know. And how I do it is always going to be, different you know that's the beauty actually about jujitsu all jujitsu is adaptive you teach three guys the same three techniques come back they're all going to be doing it a different way so so yeah yeah, let's call it the same technique but the details of it are always going to be different and that's really what i want to show people is um you know there's there's just some little finer details some little um, mechanics issues that i have a problem with and um i just find a way to overcome those and you're a fucking liar yeah, and I'm a liar. Because I'm a liar. I, I, I didn't know the technique that he showed us, the heartbreaker, that I'm going to call it, and you can call it whatever you want. Well, Boogie's trying to take it away from me, okay? That's, <laughs> Boogie said it's a reverse 100%. Oh, my God. Okay. It broke my fucking rib cage, you savage beast. Yeah. And I made him put it on everybody in the club because everybody should oh, feel yeah. that Is pain. Is that what happened when I first walked Yeah, in? when you walked in, I was getting to go around and do it yeah, to everybody. It, it looked terrible. It was fucking horrendous. I I, I'm a brown belt. I've never seen that shit before. Yeah, I, that man, fucking hurt. As soon as I walked in, my shoulder started to hurt. I yeah. don't know why. And no, I, I thought, like, hat, I thought my like, fucking heart was going to pop <laughs> out of my chest. You know, I keep getting that same feedback, you know, that people haven't seen that before. Mm-hmm. And that really... Um, that really makes me happy, actually, because, you know, this is really what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to innovate for my um, lack of ability, if you will, or abilities in certain areas, you know. Um, and when I'm doing something that other people haven't seen is fresh and brand new, that, that really warms my heart. Yeah. And especially in the, in the case where um, people are looking at me do these techniques, and I, I'm glad when they see it, but... When that light bulb pops off, that's what really gives me true joy of when they're thinking, oh, man, this guy has no legs and this technique works on able-bodied people. This shit has to work for me. You know, that's that's the light bulb that I like to see where they're where they're so into the technique that I've been teaching because they know it immediately it will work for them because it works for me. That's incredible, man. So what what was the turning point? What inspired you to go on this across Canada tour? What? 
Like, uh, what, what exactly? Was well, it? For, first, I'll talk about um, what, what what inspired me to get into jujitsu was sure. obviously yeah. um, uh, Joe Rogan uh, and Eddie Bravo, yeah. but um, it was Joe Diaz, Joey Diaz, Joey Coco Diaz yeah, that yeah. was on a podcast with the both of them, and he was talking about jujitsu. Um, you know, and I'd always been a fan of the fight game. Uh, my mom used to watch ESPN Friday Night Fights with nice. me and my brother when nice. we were like seven or eight years Classic old. Shit, yeah. And when my mom was uh, was a young girl living in Scotland, her father used to take her to see. Um, who were some of the most amazing lightweight boxers in the world at the time. Awesome. Um, they used to train um, like five, six-minute walk away from where my mom grew up. Um, so her dad uh, would take her down, and she would, she would watch all these um, world-class boxers, you know, spar and train. Um, so that's where her love came from. She passed that love on to us. And I don't know what Joey Diaz was saying in that podcast, but I knew um, – I was in the hospital at the time, and I'd been dealing with many, many problems, many medical problems. And I knew when I listened to Joey talk about jujitsu that the first thing that I was going to do when I had the ability, um, when I got up out of that hospital bed, was just to go try jujitsu. Awesome, man. And really, the rest is history. Yeah, and and really, what <clears throat> what motivated me to come and do this tour uh, was, um, you know, I've been traveling around the world since February first, twenty seventeen, when I joined Tenth Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I decided to just go all in and, um, and sell everything I owned, sell my house, uh, sell my car, sell anything that was of value, guitars and things like that, put all that money in the bank and decided to go travel and train, um, and compete as much as I could. Um, so, uh, so yeah, my brother, um, me and him were just sitting around talking one night and, you know, I've been, I've been on the road like steady 18 months and he was just like, you know, man. You know, you're always talking about trying to get training partners, um, you know, the lack of training partners. You have to travel all the time to get fights. He's like, why not just take your message out on the road and, you know, invite people into your world for a little bit and let them know that you do jujitsu. And maybe from that experience, you'll be able to um, inspire enough people that eventually you won't have to worry about getting training partners. So this is barely basically where the, the impetus for the whole trip came from. But um, everybody was so nice uh, to me and so kind and welcoming that it really, um, it really didn't take a whole lot of effort to get off the ground. It was yeah. just simply a matter of uh, I contacted Gavin Tucker. Gavin Tucker yeah. is an East Coast MMA fighter, and he really put me in contact with a lot of the guys out here in the East Coast. Um, and that just gave me the idea to get my journey started out east and work my way back west. Cool, man. That's badass. Yeah, that's man. incredible. I think the jiu-jitsu community also is very welcoming. With everything, I think uh, certain, certain type of people do jujitsu, and they're all pretty well the same. They have all the same mentality, all the same attitude. Mm-hmm. You get a couple douchebags in there, but that's like everywhere. Ken Peters. Yeah. <clears throat> well, hey, no, he listen, to it. it's okay. <laughs> I smother enough people that I definitely accept that. Yeah. I, I look at jujitsu as similar to staff. Yeah. Okay, so this is so kind like, of a stretch. Like the skin. Well, yeah. Okay, so think about it. So jujitsu. <laughs> Is like uh, the fucking penicillin, right? <laughs> so when you get douchebags that come in, yeah. everybody just gets penicillin or jujitsu. But if you get that motherfucking douchebag who makes it through the jujitsu, he ends up like MRSA, mm. right? So he's like an ultra douchebag that knows jujitsu. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've I met do. them. I've they're met fucking. Them. They're yeah. the. They're the super they're staff. Man. I'm sitting next to one. Man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That next level staff. I thought we were cool, man. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, you know, I touched on this point on my first seminar is that, um, you know, I, I've really shrunk my world a lot. Traveling and training and just doing jiu-jitsu and just hanging out with jiu-jitsu people. I find when I go out into the world, my bullshit 
meter just gets set off real yeah. quickly. I don't have a lot of time for it. And I don't really like to listen to many excuses. I don't like to hear random complaints about your day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I just really have a, have a, a short fuse for it. Short, short attention span, I should say, because I'm not popping off on people. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, the, the point I touched on was the mats don't lie. Yeah, yeah. You can talk all the shit you want before we get on the mat, but once we step on the mat, I know exactly who you are. Yeah. It takes me less than two minutes to figure it out. Okay, and so all- we rolled yesterday. Do you like me? Hell no. Fuck. <laughs> Still don't like you. No, I, I, I love people that are passionate about anything. Yeah. I really do. That's, that's really what um, inspires me, you know? I, I, I always get people coming up to me telling me how I inspire them. But what really, really motivates and inspires me is that, you know? Yeah. And I, 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 no shortage of good stories, man, out there in the world, you know? And I, I feel like... Um, you know, jujitsu is just my vehicle to really let people know, you know, that life isn't over and, yeah. you know, life doesn't stop and whatever, like tag, tag a motivational line right next yeah. to that, you it's know, like but, cliche, but, but it's, it's my, it's, real, it's my, ve- it's my vehicle to yeah. let the world know. And man, like, cool. like you talk about your short fuse and how you don't have time for this bullshit because that's what it is. It's fucking bullshit. It is. It will not benefit you whatsoever. No. You don't want those people around. No. So you made the choice to have these certain people around you and you went all in, like you said, mm-hmm. fucking kudos to you, man. Thank you very for much. Sure. Thank you. Uh, I'm all about that because I believe people around you should enlighten you. They should motivate you, inspire you. And if you don't have that, then, you know, everyone else can fuck off as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and I mean, right? like, we we tend as people, as human beings, just to stick with what's comfortable, you know? And it's hard to, it's hard to like, push people out of your life that have been there for a long time. Definitely. You know, you feel connection, you know? These people rely on you maybe in some way, but, you know, if the objective of your life is happiness, purpose you know, belonging, giving back, those people are a negative energy and a cancer on every positive thing you try to do. So, you know, I, I just have just a, such a small window for it now. You know, I, 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 I just don't have any time for it. Dude, I'll give everybody a life hack right now. So if you're listening, take out your phone and open up your Facebook, okay? And now scroll down and find the first post that you just think is somebody bitching, okay? So whatever it is, you scroll. You don't have to read. I don't. Don't message me. I don't give a fuck what it is. <laughs> click on the three little buttons in the top corner, right? And then click unfollow. And it says stop seeing posts but stay friends. Boom! I just Man, made your I, fucking life I better. I do that regularly. Can I tell you something? I've been doing this while Kent's been talking. Yeah. I've been doing this for the last six months. Oh, this exactly. Yeah. Do it constantly. Dude. And I can't find one complaint on my Facebook That's right now. right? I didn't. As no. I was scrolling down, I had to click on somebody talking about a lawnmower because I have nobody complaining it's... left on my fucking... How many friends do I have? Like fucking 3,000? Not a motherfucking a complaint because I've got rid of them all. Man, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you exactly what comes up on my jujitsu things. Yep. Couple friends. No bullshit. Yep. It's perfect. Simple as that. You I know, I, I like other sports and stuff, so that shit comes up. There's other sports? Yeah. Other sports exist outside of jiu-jitsu? Yeah, what the hell is that? Like yeah. hacky sack? No, I know. That... <laughs> hacky sack's not a sport, man. What the fuck are you trying to say? Like, I'm tr- kicking babies? Is that a sport? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking yeah. shit are we talking about here? Uh, I mean... I didn't know shit existed outside of jiu-jitsu. No, that's right. And, I mean, I grew up playing different sports. I don't anymore, obviously, but I yeah. still like to watch them once in a while. That's cool. 
Was it yesterday? Don't no, the day me, before man. yesterday, we were driving, and I, I like doing this. I, uh, I think it's incredibly eye-opening. It took us, what, eight seconds? We were driving, I said, I want you to look and see everything that's blue. Yes. Ah, this shit is eye-opening as fuck, and I can't yes. remember. I would love to cite my source. I don't remember who gave me this speech, but for the next little bit, just look around the room you're sitting in and take 10... 15 seconds and look around and I want you to make a list of everything that's red. So you're looking and you're spending second one, second two, and you're fucking category, you know, getting all the red shit. Yeah. And then close your eyes and name off everything green. You fucking can't. And the reason you can't is because you're only focusing on the red shit. If you only focus on the red shit, you're going to overlook the green shit. You're not even trying to see the green shit. All these people that are getting all this negative bullshit... All they're taking in is the negative. They're missing all the positive. We live in a fucking beautiful place in general. The yep. fact that you're alive is fucking amazing. And all these people take it for granted, and it drives me fucking nuts. And then nuts. I have you sitting here, who I, I absolutely adore you now. And I ha have I not, like, I'm trying to make them make, like, fucking ten different Facebook groups. I want them to make all these fucking webs. I you want won't the fucking shut up. I, I want the world yeah, to know about him. Because, man, you're fucking amazing. Appreciate it. The yeah. shit you're doing is amazing. You are going to change people's lives. Even if you're not thinking of it like that yet, you are. There's going to be people who are sitting at home, stuck somewhere, and they're trapped in the chair. They're trapped. They feel stuck. And they're going to see you, and they're going to be like, wow. And then they're going to try it. And they're going to thank you for the rest of your life. And they may never even message you. Yep. You may never know, but you are going to change people's lives. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I walked in today, again, I was only here for a short period. I must have heard six times, holy shit, this is eye-opening. That's yeah, awesome. And this is perfect. Victor balance. almost started crying. Not to call him out, because he's already fucking insane. Yeah. Victor was like, man, like, wow. And yeah. I could see him, yeah. like, because he messaged me yesterday. I didn't tell you. He messaged me yesterday. He knew somebody who had... Like hey, similar problems we to told you, yeah. and he never got a chance to get them in yeah. to his club. Yeah. Right. So when he was like, "Man, like talkable, capable," like his eyes were like welling up. Like that's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. You are, man. You're amazing. No, I, 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 I don't take these things for granted. Like I, I really do appreciate every time I hear, I hear these things, and I do actually get messages on my, uh, on my Instagram mostly. Um, and man, I can't tell you enough how how amazing it is a feeling to know that you're touching people you know in a, in a certain way that really makes them believe that happiness in their life is possible you know like i i don't ever sit lightly with that thought you know yeah, and and to be even <clears throat> to be even more thankful uh, about that like i want to just recognize boogie uh for giving me the opportunities to do this, you know? And I, I told him this yesterday, you know, every good decision that Boogie has ever made in his life has set me up to do this, you know? And maybe I would have done this. Maybe I would still be doing jujitsu after I left my old club, but it wouldn't look like this, hmm. you know? It wouldn't have the same fulfillment. I wouldn't be touching the same people. I wouldn't have the same experiences. I wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast talking to you guys right now. Right. Awesome, if it guys. really, really hadn't, been for boogie you know and his attitude with me from day one so cool, i i really want to um as many opportunities as I, as I get in my life i'm always gonna praise boogie and and 
and let everybody know he's the the absolutely most amazing person that's um, that's touched my life. Yeah, so that's I've, wicked. I've only heard good things, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all I'm all patched up too. Oh yeah, nice. Nice. Oh, nice. That's so, badass. Oh, he's showing us a fucking boogie tattoo with the Mickey that I love. Badass. Even the Disney lettering, yeah. like that's Disney letter yeah. script. I like yeah. that. So awesome. uh, so yeah, man. You know, people even ask like, why would you get a tattoo of somebody like that? Jeez, like, you know, that's how it's a relationship killer right there, man. I don't even care if Boogie told me to go kick rocks tomorrow just what he's done for me already, already. Yeah, it just yeah. deserves so much praise you know and um and again you know he's just a great a great guy yeah man man yeah. i mean how, how lucky are we to have people like that it's so amazing you know what i mean like, so amazing yeah. and, and people take that for granted people we do. in your life that lift you up and we you do know, and, and well i'm sure this has been life, talked man. about in a million fucking podcasts oh, and i'm cool with it because i'm cool with saying it again i don't care if i fucking copy somebody verbatim right here but jujitsu makes you better mm-hmm. because you realize that there's fucking people that can strangle you to fucking death. Yeah. It's that a- sounds like kind of like backwards, but it's fucking true. No, it if is. we take it all back, if we scale it all back to back in the old days, that, fuck, I, I can't say quotes good, but that you're less likely or you're more likely to be chivalrous when there's threat of getting your fucking head split. Absolutely. Yeah. Back in the old days, if you were mean... Someone would just fuck you up. We can't do that now because of lawsuits and shit. So people can just be right in your face screaming. You can't touch them because you go to jail. But in jujitsu, yeah. In jujitsu, we're fucking, we're trying to kill each other. Yeah. So we understand, like, how effective are we in combat? You know? And that's the thing. Like, before jujitsu, I was the toughest motherfucker I knew. And then I started rolling. I still remember I got can opener. That was the first sub I ever got caught with. Guy fucking had me in the guard and just... Boom. I thought he broke my back. And I just, boom, like everything that I thought I knew, how tough I thought I was, gone. Yeah, I think think it's a stat that 4,000% of men believe they're more effective in a fight than what they actually are. Yeah, and that's bullshit. It's ego, man. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that sometimes that's why people like me coming into their gym. You know, they... They enjoy seeing somebody with, <clears throat> you know, a limited set of mobility, yeah. you know, um, dominating people the same size as them. Well, you just you fucked know? up Blue Belt Colin. Blue Belt Colin's Fair hundred. to him, though. He rolled with no legs like a champ. Yeah, yeah. and good for him. He yep. only cheated a little. He probably cheated less than less me. Less than you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck yeah, off. I was saying it. You don't have to You're back it up. I was saying man, it. I just I'm want the whole world to know. He definitely <laughs> cheated, man. He cheated way more than Blue Belt Colin. Listen. Sorry. I wasn't I'm, even there. Anyway. I'm comfortable <laughs> with it. Okay? If, you, if you watch the video, you'll actually hear me calling him a fucking cheater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so. Right in the beginning. It's yeah. not even, it doesn't even no. go. It's amazing. Oh, it's badass. Yeah. And how many times would you say you just sub Bluebell Colin? Uh, easily Seven? five. Five? Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. He had Great. it coming. And I mean, jujitsu is humbling enough. And for people to realize that, but then for people to roll with you, yeah. then they better fucking double realize that. Yes. Yep. That... You didn't give up, and you're still going forward, man. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. get sub once and they leave. Yes. I mean, you're just you're just sticking to it, man. It's it's just, it's so impressive, man. You know, I think that's going to be the hardest thing, to be honest with you, going forward. Um, when I leave academies, if disabled people come in, that's really the hardest thing you're going to be able to teach people is how not to get mentally frustrated to get mentally bogged down to get into that place because i i know it happened to me quite a bit i know i know i sat for a long time and thought you know are these techniques really really you know effective 
You know, is what I'm doing worth it? Is it worth all this pain? Is it worth all this time? Is it worth all this sweat and, you know, whatever else comes with it? But, you know, there was just a time, I think it was like four or five months in, where just things started clicking. I put in so much time and so much effort um, to training and repping that there was just a point where it was just like, oh, okay, this stuff's starting to come together and there'll be more. Like, I just remember thinking there'll be more like this. Yeah. This is just, this is just a, like a, a scrape on the surface, you oh. know, I'm, I, if I stick with this long enough, the, the successes are going, you know, to be there. I just have to find them. But I'll tell you, like you guys know as much as I do, you know, legs or no legs disabled or not. When you find those successes in jujitsu, man, they, they're, they're priceless. So sad. It's, and they, it's they, like they, that moment, right? And yeah. they, they build your confidence, you know, they, they change your whole attitude and perspective for months at a time, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, um, that's what I got hooked on. That's what I was able to keep focus on. And I feel like, you know, that'll be the biggest test for people like me. If they ever get into it, you're going to get subbed a lot. You're going to get the, the fuck beat out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, you are, you are going to deal with a lot of pain, but mm-hmm. are you going to be able to come back? You know, will your mind be strong enough to come yeah. back and know that there will be successes through a long, rep- repetitive um, history of failure? Yeah. You know, so that's what it's all about. That's what champions are made of, man. Absolutely, right? champions in life too. Like they yeah. don't have well, to be that, champions I mean, on the in, mat. In general, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's some some inspirational shit, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Sure. Now, you, you obviously have physical disabilities. How much did that weigh into your mental game at any time? Oh, did, wait, did, before, did we touch on all this? Uh, I, at the I beginning, because there's going to be people listening yeah, who yeah, don't yeah. know. No, yeah. okay, so, tell, tell us, like, from the beginning. Because so, the road rage thing, I think, even yeah, starting there, that okay, was... The, the, so how I, I ended up in a wheelchair was a multi-vehicle collision, collision, and it was started by a drunk driver. Um, there's a four-lane road, two lanes going each way, and uh, two guys had road rage uh, going in the opposite direction as, uh, as my car was traveling. Um, and then uh, one of the cars sped up, went uh, to take a left and slowed down, and then um, the other car went to go buzz him and clipped him and sent that car spinning into our lane. We hit that car head-on, and then we got sandwiched from behind by a three-quarter ton tr- truck, pushed up an embankment, and and actually, like, accordioned between the truck and a uh, fire hydrant. Wow. So the only way they could get us out of the car was to cut the roof off. Um, so there was – everybody lived, but there was a lot of carnage um, in my vehicle especially. Um, and it left me with a, a para- paraplegia, um, a spinal cord injury, um, where my level is basically uh, T7, thoracic 7. Um, which is about an inch above my belly button down, I can't feel anything. It's my crazy. God, All because yeah. of some fucking pieces of shit on the road. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, um, you know, I, I don't really look at that event, man, you know. That, that's something that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You, you can't get weighed down on these things, you know. Yeah. You can't really um, accentuate it's the It's another negative. beautiful thing about you, man. You know, like, I, I, it's not that I didn't. It's not that it didn't take me time. It's not yep. that I didn't have, like, a morning phase and a... And a a long few years to understand. You know, I was hurt really young at eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to go through all of the growing up pains, you know, from a wheelchair and not being able to slow dance with a girl at my yeah. first dance. And, you know, the things that you take for granted normally. Um, but I don't really feel like I missed anything, if that makes sense. It does, man. You know? It really does. Um, and I can tell that you're, you mean that. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's fucking wicked. Absolutely. And that, that's some character building right there. Like yep. that's. To go through something like that and then continue 
to, you know, do your best to live your life normally. You know what I mean? Like you see your Absolutely. best friends go, like you said, slow dance with a girl or like uh, driving your car normally or, or anything like that. To pers- like persist through all, all that and have that attitude. Yeah. Fuck everything else. Oh, a lot of yeah. people just fuck give up else. so quick on shit. Yeah. yeah. You pe- know? Pe- people stub their toe and complain yeah. about it for fucking weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you, you've been through some shit, man, and your attitude is incredible. About yeah. It. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, I appreciate something that. Something else, man. I, and there's really no secret to it. I mean, people ask me, how, how, how do you stay motivated? How do you, how do you keep doing what you're doing? How do you pu- push through all this stuff? And like, I'll really tell you the secret. Your day just goes on, man. Hmm. You know, the world keeps spinning whether you're in this world or whether you're not in this world. Love and, it, that. and what you choose to do with your life is your own, your own choosing, you know? Like, we have this ability, especially in this side of the world, in North America, we have so much choice, you know? We have so much ability to make our life what we want it to be. Um, and really the secret of mine and my persistence is just not thinking about what I can't do, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and, and even, even more so, it's always nice to hear you can't do that from somebody else because that just inspires me to want to stick that in your face and fucking <laughs> swallow it, you know? That. I um, love that, man. <laughs> but I, I don't have... I, I'm, I'm through, though. I'm, I'm through living the life of where I feel like I got to prove anything to anyone but Boogie. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I just, I just want to prove to him that I'm doing good things and I want him to be proud of me and that's it. You know, I, I don't really care what anybody else thinks of me. I know, I know what I'm doing with my life. I'm confident about who I am. And, and really, that's the secret, you know. Just do good things and be a good person. Be that's confident cool. in that and, um, and just keep moving, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That, that's a message I think is overlooked. People, people are good at, some people are good at a lot of things. Some people are not good at anything. Mm. If you can find something you're good at and you're passionate about and then you... Like Ken, for example. Other than being a douchebag, he's passionate about that. He's good at that. <laughs> really good. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he, he also realized off the get-go that he's really good at jiu-jitsu. And he really enjoyed it. And then he realized he didn't want to go out west anymore. And he realized, I'm going to make my life jiu-jitsu. And if you look around where we're sitting now, if you looked where we started and where we are now, he stuck to it. stuck to his guns. Yes. Same way you did. Yes. Same way... Both years are going to continue to do that. Yes. Because it's passion. Passion, absolutely. And you find something, whether or not you're good at it. If you are good at it, perfect. If you're not, you will get good at it. Yeah. And, and like, <clears throat> passion beats raw talent all day all long. Day. For sure. All day long. Yep. Yep. There's, no, there's no cure for persistence and passion. You know, if you have it, you'll always have it. You know, and, yeah. and I feel like that with anything. And, you know, a lot of... A lot of people in my life have given me advice, you know, to, to like settle down in that regard of my life, but I don't know how to be any other way. I don't know how to give things 50% attention. Yeah. So, you know, it only makes sense that I found jujitsu. It was good to me. You know, it, it, it helped my life. It accentuated my life. And I just decided to go all in with it. It's awesome. Yeah. See, I, I always bring it back. Like, I, I know I've said this before, but maybe this is the first time listening to the podcast. Read Think and Grow Rich because it's not about the riches. Riches can be anything other than fucking silver and gold. Um, but in Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talks about how you can always do something, even if the only thing you can do is adjust how you feel about the situation that's been thrust upon you. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to here, and that's that's something that I live my life by too. So that's why I like talking to you because mm. even though we differ on some things, mm. a lot of what you're saying is how I've been living my life for a while now. Yeah. And I, I love that, right? Like if yeah. the only thing I can do is adjust my opinion so I don't let the world get me down, then I am still in control. Yeah. Because uh, I have serious control issues. Yeah. Like, fuck, I think that's why I have trouble sleeping. You know, something I really like to keep in mind, too, though, especially in conversations like this, is it's actually okay to get into that shitty place. I actually, you know, of course, nobody likes being in a shitty place, but I feel that there's no growth unless you're finding first the, the absolute depths of that despair or the depths of that ugliness, you know? So um, there's, there's growth to happen in a real shitty position. And I feel like if everything was just sunshine and light, mm-hmm. you know, in your life, you'd never really learn anything, you know? That's, yeah. that's the essence of jujitsu yeah. too. Like yeah. put me in a horrible position, let me work my way out, and I've just learned about 10 good things about myself. Yeah, and you're saying like don't get down on yourself if you do end up in a position Absolutely, like and, and yeah. take time to mourn. Because a lot take of people time make to, it look like it's a bad thing, right? Take like, time to remember why the fuck you never want to be in that position again, Yeah, you know? Don't yeah. just gloss over it or push it by the wayside. Right, like yep. actually sit with your reasoning to be in that morning position, but, you know, take that and use it as like Mike Tyson, customado, you know, fuel, you know, fire can, can fuel your home. It can cook mm-hmm. your food, but mm-hmm. it can burn your fucking house down too. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. exactly. so let's, um, let's, let's use that, that, that fire in the right way. Let's yep. use it as, as a means to cook our food, you know, and not as a, as a roaring out of control scenario that yeah. ends up burning us. You know? So I, I mean, if you think about it, every situation, the outcome is based on your reaction. Perception. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's, it's all perception. Yeah. So the way you approach things and the way you handle things is how you're going to handle your life. And that's truly the only thing that you can control in your life. Yeah. Is your, it your truly own, is. Is your own emotions. Like, you can be, I mean, you're married. You know, I was married at one time. Tell me how much control you have over your wife because you put a ring on. Oh, I, I don't. I you know? I, yeah, no, I'm lucky she lets me wear pants. You know, exactly. Yeah. You know, that, that's the only thing that we can control in, in times of turmoil, really, is the way that we perceive it, the way we act upon it, and the way we spread that energy to other people. Yeah. Like, and, and going to what you say, though, like, um, I, I want to touch on that again, like the dark place. Now, my opinion on anything, stress once or dwell once like and I I mean like using it as a fire for me is is good because I do I everybody has their thing right but for me like let's say I have some issue I have this thing in my head and I can't remember where I heard this either I'll stress about it once after that the only thinking about it I do is to try to fix the problem yes because if you continue to just stress or if you continue to just dwell then you're really not learning from the situation. Yeah, right? and, and I'll take this even one step further. Like we were talking about the bullshit meter being short. Yep. I don't ever want to hear you complain in my life ever <laughs> unless there, there is a follow-up and it's about resolutions How and solutions make to make yeah. it better. Yep. Like complain all you want about your situation. Tell me it's the most fucked up you've been through. Yep. You know, tell me, like cry about it. Even get like real emotional about it if it affects you that much. But after you're done complaining, that's when we're going to talk about solutions or you don't get to bring that shit up again to me. Stress right? once, man. That's okay. my life fucking motto. Oh, so yeah. Motto, See, man. this is why. This is why we're like, you should just stay here. You should cancel. <laughs> yeah. Cancel yeah. your fucking ticket. Yo, find me one of those ginger girls out here and I'll stay forever. <laughs> How about them dinders, right? <laughs> Cancel your fucking ticket. We'll get Boogie up here. Uh, if Boogie moves here, you know I'm here for life. So <laughs> Awesome. 
it, it, it is a beautiful place. So. Yep. I mean, it's not San Diego nice, I don't think No. It's. Well, see, I haven't been to San Diego yet, but it's happening. It's for sure. It's I, like I the de- Mecca, right? I definitely the Mecca, man. Yeah. I would definitely go down there. See, this is what I'm thinking. Like, my wife doesn't listen to my podcast. She hears my voice enough, so she's not going to know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> I mean, my wife loves our podcast. Oh, does she? She fucking see, my, loves it. See, my wife, I, I don't even think she listens to me most of the time. She loves me. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But, like, she has this thing where she just, like, doesn't hear what I'm saying a lot. And I feel like if you listen to podcasts a lot. <laughs> I mean, you're, but you're I, don't, I don't fucking listen to podcasts. See, I, I, have I, I said I, this I enough? I've never listened to a podcast. So if any of you guys have any problem with how I do the podcast, I don't give a fuck. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, but here, wait. Let me finish the story. Okay, go ahead. What I'm going to do, I'm going to like try to talk her into going to like Oklahoma or one of those places that has fuck tons of horses. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to be idea. like, yeah, let's go see all these horses. Okay, and I'm going to get like right into it. And be like, yeah, let's go fucking, let's do a trail ride and let's take riding lessons from these world champions. And then after she's done and happy, I'll be like, now we're going to San Diego for jujitsu and you're just going to watch. (laughs) Yo, uh, Liz Carmouche's wife rides horses in San Diego. So uh, we don't even have to go very far. We can can just uh, full circle that shit, man. There you go. Make it happen. You guys keep talking. I have to piss. Right, I tried cool. waiting. I uh, can't do it. It's okay, this man. This is tiny little baby bladder here. Oh, yeah. I pissed the bed till I was like 13. Yeah. <laughs> he, he means 15. Don't listen to him. It's bullshit. <laughs> he means 15 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So at, after here, you're going Halifax? Yeah. After here, I'm going to Halifax. And then um, Prince Edward Island, Summerside, PEI. What, uh, um, what gym over there? Um, it's Jason Sago's gym. Uh, Wolf Run? I uh, can't remember the name of it. I'm I, sorry. I, I think that's the name. Yeah. yeah. I think. Um, and then I'm going to Fredericton. Fredericton is the last date on my maritime tour. Okay. And I think that's Synergy BJJ. Yeah, yeah that's a big one. Uh, Dana yeah. Dix, uh, Dixon I, is over there. I think it was Melissa Hutchinson. Yes. Okay. Yes. She, she's there yeah, as She's well, the one yes. that they contacted. I've reached out to there. Awesome. Um, and yeah, they're, they're, they've been really welcoming to me. Yeah. 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 And yeah, look, that's, what, that's what we were saying before. I think the community is so welcoming. It is, man. It is. Like, I mean... I can really tell now from all the places that I've gone when I step into the gym, mm-hmm. who is running a cool place, who's, yeah. who's got a, uh, you know, a tribal top down mentality, yeah, you know, man. like, you know, the whole vibe in San Diego, you, you can really feel it off of just boogie yeah. and that, that leading from the top down, you know, um, you know, it starts at the top and it, it, it filters through the students that really is noticeable in San Diego. And I feel like because I've been around it so much, because I've had the opportunity to be at a bunch of gyms that kind of mimic or embody that, that feeling, I really know when I step into a gym, then that's just not good. The it's, vibe isn't good. It's, and, it's not hard to tell as soon as you walk oh, in man. you just feel it, right? It's not just, having it here. It's just real, it's just real simple things. Like you step into a gym and how many people greet you? Yeah. You know, and right. I, I can just tell you when anyone new steps into San Diego and, and Boogie's teaching that class, he'll walk right up to them and sit down and talk to them, even if it's just for five or yeah. ten minutes. Yeah. But he makes you feel like already you're a part of the family and that you're yeah. welcome in the gym. And it really is important to him that his students do the same thing. Yeah, so. I try to do it within the first few yeah. seconds of the person coming of in. I remember the first time I went to a gym. I think we, I don't know if we talked about this before. It was intimidating. I was worried I was going to walk into a bunch of fucking killers doing mm-hmm. killer things. Mm-hmm. I still remember it. 
I remember the colors. I remember the smell. I remember the stairs. I remember everything, right? So I don't want that to be a negative experience for someone else. And I actually have a buddy. Well, Kim. Yeah. Yeah, well, he wants me to say this, so I'll say this every fucking podcast. If you are thinking about coming down and you're intimidated, I will fucking meet you over at Tim Hortons and I'll walk over with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll and, sit and over it'll be with like, you and have a coffee. And yeah, then man, come because here. I remember sure. how intimidating it was, so I want everybody out there to know. If you're thinking about doing jujitsu at Zombie Proof, I will meet you at Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. We can chill. We can fucking wind down, you know, really, like, take the thunder out of it, and then we'll walk over, come in, try class. Yeah, it'll be fun, man. Yeah, That's man. hugely, hugely important to any prospective BJJ students. Yeah, you, yeah, you really need, like, a, a real calming influence, and it should start at the top. Fucking for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know if anyone walks through the door, if like, if Kent doesn't realize that they're here or he's rolling or something, say, Kent, new guy here. Yeah. He's yep. like, give him a waiver. I'll be right yeah, there. Yeah. Yep. As soon as he's done, he comes over, and I mean. Absolutely. And we're all very welcoming here. And yeah. It, it, yeah, I can it, feel it. Yeah, it, it kind of comes with uh, it comes with jujitsu. I, I keep going back to it, but it, that's it, true it, though. It jiu-jitsu comes with the makes us better people. Right? There are some dicks out there though. Yeah, yeah. there Super are staff. some dicks. Super staff. Super staff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in my shit. in my opinion though, in my in my humble opinion, in my own experience, you know, they're very few and far between. Yeah, they mm-hmm. really are. I agree. Because again, like the mats don't lie. Yeah, and you can talk all the shit you want, but once we start rolling together, you know, yeah. and, and most times those guys don't stick around anyway. No, no. For sure, yeah, no. almost never. But I mean, it's um, they're out there. They're fluttering around. They are. They're like the rare, <laughs> rare al- albino deer or something. <laughs> they show up once in a while. I wish we could shoot them in the grass. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I agree. Man. The only problem is if they train long enough, they're fucking good. Yeah, that's the thing. And then they have that attitude, but they can fucking strangle you too. Yep. It's it's frustrating. Oh, I forgot to do the intro. I'm gonna throw it in right now. Go ahead. Uh, this podcast was brought to you by Supernatural Survival Gear, <laughs> keeping you safe from what goes bump in the night. And by Zombie Proof, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Mixed Martial Arts, your one-stop shop for drop and roll. That's that my favorite part, man. <laughs> favorite. Usually, usually, usually we're, we're over in the other room and he's doing it. I'm like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love that shit. Like That's it. cool. Yeah, you, you got to throw that in there for yeah, sure. Well, man, people have to know that they should buy my shit. Oh, you yeah. really should buy a shit. Yeah, yeah buy a shit. Good man, buy my shit. It's Fuck. nice. It actually really is nice. Thank you. Yeah, it is He's nice. Awesome. It fits He's well. Uh, wrist locks and nice wrestling t-shirt. Yeah, sure yeah, am. They, they turn sure out am. nice, man. First yep. time I've seen them. For yeah, sure. Yeah. I need one of them too. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, Halifax tomorrow. PEI, Fredericton, and then where do you go? And then I go to Quebec. Quebec. I go to Quebec for three... I'm, I'm there for a week, but I got... Do you understand any French? I've got three dates. Un petit peu. No, very little. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I can teach you how to curse. <laughs> any, <laughs> anything from the Bible, right? Is yeah. that how it goes yeah, with French? Sacre mère. I worked with guys from Gaspé when I was up, and I don't, I don't even know where Gaspé is, but I was no the idea. only English-speaking guy on this crew, and this one guy who I assume was the funniest of all the French guys. Because of accent? No, no, because everybody was always laughing at him, right? Right. But he had his little, he didn't speak any English, but he wanted to be funny to me too, because I'm like sitting there in the fucking corner. I don't know what the fuck these guys are saying. They almost got me beat twice because <laughs> they told me things to say to people. Oh, like God. I went up to one guy and I was like, uh, apparently it means like, does your wife fuck? And the dude oh. was gonna beat me. And they were like, oh, he's kidding, he's kidding. 
I was like, fuck you guys. But he had his little French English dictionary and he's like, oh, Kent, say me, you love me. <laughs> In the ass, Kent. <laughs> and like, he knew what he meant. I oh, knew yeah. what he meant. It was fucking hilarious because of how <laughs> fucked up it was. Yeah, that's fucked up. But like, you know, it just doesn't always translate well, no, right? right. Uh, oh man, it was not. fucking hilarious. But yeah, there was a lot of me trying to understand what was going on. And anytime they'd make me mad, I'd be like, yeah, them, that, the, there, these. Yeah. They'd be like, well, whatever. Because yeah. they can't say TH, right? Yeah. What, da, dat, dem, dear. When I was, uh, when I was training uh, with my former club, uh, I, was, uh, I would go out to Montreal because some of my um, first competitions were in Ottawa and Montreal. So I would go out there and, uh, and train there. And I actually spent enough time in Montreal where I actually talked shit to a cab driver one time. <laughs> so I feel like, um, you know, if you're immersed in that culture enough, you're probably going to pick some good stuff up, you know, and how to, use those, how to use those Definitely. swear words appropriately. Yeah, it's, you know? it's comical because my, my fiance, her mother was French, right from Shady Camp, where, where Victor's from. And I'm around her family all the time, really good friends with her cousins, and they're all bilingual. But to hear them... Like, they make their own language up. Yes. And they call each other fuckers and this weird French <laughs> English. Vete fait foot sur maudit gros fifi. What's that mean? Go fuck yourself, you fairy. Wow. Vete fait foot sur maudit gros fifi. I might be fucking destroying fucking. it by fucking. now, right? It's been years. I haven't went out west. <clears throat> Since you've Ten been years. Yeah. It's probably years. that uh, Quebec French too. That's not real French oui, oui. either. Yeah, right? no, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's that next level shit. <laughs> we, we have one guy here from France, and he's been Who, like, who's that? Sebastian's from France. He's right from France. From fucking I France, he was just France. Fucking French. So I asked him he's one day, I was French. like, "Do you guys eat like every meal with a baguette, or is that just on TV?" He was like, "Oh no, every meal." And cheese. Yeah, fucking baguette really? every meal. Yeah, I thought it was a joke. And uh, talon, crochet, talon crochet is fucking heel hook. Yeah, so I learned the important things. Yeah. Nice. Talon crochet. That is quite important. Yeah, heel nice. hooks. Nice. Definitely. Nice. So after the tour, what's back to San Diego? Uh, after the tour, uh, I really don't have a whole lot of plans. Um, there's a tournament. There's an adaptive bracket in... Um, uh, a tournament that's being run in California uh, at the end of October. Uh, I was thinking about doing that, but um, to be honest, I, I've actually got quite a few injuries. Um, I trained for Worlds uh, in December. I trained. I, I did like a proper like eight week training camp out in San Diego, um, and that training camp almost broke me. Yeah, like broke my spirit really? for sure. Yeah. Like it's not fun when a 17 year old kid who's the same weight as you is like like just savaging you every day i right. used to come to the gym mikey labella i used to come to the gym <laughs> and i would i would literally like pray that he wasn't there yeah I, I just the last week of training just really put me in a really bad like not bad but it was just a tough mental place that i that i i'm glad i was in now you know i'm glad but at the time i'm glad I, i'm glad he put me there i'm glad he 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 you know, savaged me so, so, you know, regularly, but, um, but it was so bad. I would go back to my hotel room and I would cry. Yeah. It's like every time I roll, you know, I like, I, I had a, I had a few moments, man, after training where like, you probably wanted to check me into a mental institution, you know, it was just, it was that taxing on my mind. But I remember being in the middle of my match, um, at worlds and, 
we're two minutes in. This guy's sitting on top of me, and you know, I'm setting up that false hook that I was showing. Yep. And I just remember this thought coming across my head, like, is this it? You know, is, is this all he's got for me? Is, mm-hmm. You know, I lasted the whole match. He never subbed me. He threatened me once with an arm bar. But, you know, after the match, I had this exhilarating moment of, like, my team is so much fucking tougher than you mm-hmm. that there was nothing that you were ever going to do to me out here on that mat that was ever going to break me like I'd been broken already. It's, it's you know? another one of them moments. Exactly. Man, right? Exactly. And, that, you know all pro like i i talked to mikey about this afterwards you know i thanked him profusely for it but you know at at the at the time you know you you think that's your hell you yeah. know you, you you're in a pit of despair you never think you're going to get out of it you're not showing any progress you know and that's truly where you do make progress maybe mm-hmm. you don't see it yeah you know maybe your mind is just clouding you to the idea of how much progress you've yeah. made but mm-hmm. When Worlds was over and I got back on the mat finally a couple of weeks after to train, I also realized how much better I'd become. And the whole process of training for that tournament wasn't to win. It was just to become better. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. And in eight weeks, I'd taken my jujitsu game, you know, from, I feel like, let's say, maybe level one, definitely to level five. Wicked. Yeah. So here's a question, because I'm fucking interested. And this, this goes back, like... When I messaged you, I was like, can I just ask you shit? And you were like, yeah, sure. And I, what was my first question? What do you think about stairs? Mm. I really wanted to fucking know. And this, like, I, I don't know how freely people are willing to ask you questions. Because, yeah. you know, like, we live in this culture where everybody's insulted and everybody's fucking... You know what I mean? Well, you're the first guy to ask me how I go to the bathroom. So, well, I so I don't fucking know. I don't... I don't often get people that are very open-minded to like talk to me about these things and when they do i i can only respond with truth you know so i i really appreciate when people kind of give me tough questions rather rather than sitting there and thinking about it so what i want to know is uh what qualifies you to be in the adaptive graph like the the bracket okay so b b B mac actually asked me what makes your jujitsu adaptive right and i answered him this when my jujitsu doesn't represent the fundamentals then it becomes adaptive. Okay. I have to find new uh, ways to, um, you know, do do your 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 regular, um, you know, uh, things that you're looking for in jujitsu. You're looking to pin your opponent. You're looking to control your opponent. You're looking to finish your opponent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but uh, but yeah. Sorry, I, I lost sight here. Where were we going with this? Now, what makes it adaptive? Right. Okay. So. Um, you know, if I'm not representing the fundamentals of jiu-jitsu, I'm always having to adapt my jiu-jitsu in order to do it. So yeah. I feel like that's that's what makes me adaptive. But what what um, puts me into like an adaptive bracket in a tournament is just having a, a disability that restricts my mobility in some and way. So, what, so like, let's say you know I had a um, let's say I had like um, nerve damage in my leg. Yep. You know, people have sciatica pain. Yeah. Their, their leg goes limp, their leg goes dead. They're not allowed, or they're not able to feel it or control mm-hmm. it in the right way. I would say that that's an adaptive jujitsu practitioner. So if he deals with that on the reg. Name it, some of the, like the different adaptations that you've been against. Cause that's like, that's what I'm interested in. I've, yeah. I've never even seen it, bro. So like my, my toughest competitor, um, as of late has been a guy named Brian Freeman and he's a paraplegic like me, except he's an incomplete paraplegic he can he can stand on his feet for 90 seconds ish before they get too tired and they fall out from underneath him okay so um never even heard of that so when 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 we uh 
and our last match, he was able to like sit on his knees and kind of shuffle towards me that way um, to to have his posture up over top of me. So I'm, I've um, I've competed against uh, another spinal cord injury guy named Max Aloa. He has a, a level higher than me, actually, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got a lot of less mobility, but he likes to use the gi. Okay. He likes to use uh, grips okay. and handles yep. and wow. and things like that. Um, cerebral palsy is another common um, disability that uh, I see in the disabled jiu-jitsu community. Um, spina bifida is a tough one. Um, now, if you know anybody out there with spina bifida, I, I actually do. They yeah. deal they deal with a situation called hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus is a um, an overloading of water in the brain, and they have no way to filter that out. So wow. what happens is they a large majority of them get what's called a shunt placed in their um, next to their their cranial mm-hmm. uh, plate here, and it it drains water right into their bladder. So the problem with that mechanism is that if you're squeezing somebody's neck, that's where the kind of the tube runs. It tube, oh, okay. it runs here. Oh, so wow. so if you have somebody that comes into your your gym or your academy with spina bifida that's looking to um, to learn jujitsu, please definitely ask them about their, their limitations and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we probably want to like make sure that we're squeezing arms yeah. and not right. squeezing necks okay. in okay. that so, position. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. That I, I interesting. did not know that. Yeah. Uh, amputees. Um, yeah. there's a, there's a girl who has a brachial plexus injury. It's called where she was hauled out of her mother's womb, uh, prematurely. And it, um, damaged one of her arms. Okay. So her arm is underdeveloped and it's locked in a bent position. I know a girl like that. And she can only grip with the hand, but she is a savage with <laughs> one arm and two legs, wow. uh, like a, a complete huh. savage. And she's actually, um, she's um, like the reigning champion um, for the last year and a half at her disability. Um, it through the UAE, UAE JJF she's been competing so okay. so she's just an absolute animal um, wow. wow yeah that's cool because that's what I was wondering I was wondering like depending on the disability it would just be under one weight class right, right? now yeah so right now um, you know there's not a lot of ca- classifications for people with injuries I, I, I'd actually like to get that going at some point in the future but right now we, we just don't have enough bodies to be yeah. classifying people and separating right. people but yep. when I played wheelchair basketball each person um, you're, you're allowed five people on the floor just mm-hmm. as a normal uh, as we are in the normal stand-up game but each person on the floor is given a point classification as it uh, relates to their disability. So the worse your disability, the lower your point classification. Okay. So okay. I, I had one of the, the, the toughest disabilities to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I was given a 1.5 classification. Now, between five guys on the court, you could only have 15 points on the floor. Mm. Oh. So that's how they, they equalize. Plot twist. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So sometimes it does create a more fair base. Yep. Sometimes... Um, the numbers game just isn't there, and it makes teams a little worse because they have to rely on one player who makes up the point system for them. Yeah. Um, so at some time, you know, in the future, with enough adaptive players, I'd really like to see classifications not just for your disability and your weight class, yeah. but also the abilities that lie within your disability. Because yeah. like just with being a uh, paraplegic, you know, the, the, my main competitor, let's say, you know, he has hip full hip and knee movement he can right. move both of his legs 
you know, I, I feel like we, me and him would be in different categories yeah. unless there was an absolute bracket, which 100 percent I'd, I, I'd yep. be all in favor for. But yeah, cool. But but right now we just don't have the bodies. Yeah. You know, we don't have the numbers to be worrying about. Which goes that thing. to why I want to see you getting yeah. more exposure on this trip. Like I, I want more people doing it because of this. This is amazing. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah sure I'd, I'd love to see more people doing it just simply because I hate traveling so far to get training right. partners right. you know yes, sure. it's so difficult to mm-hmm. uh like it, the guy that the guy that's been my main competition is actually my closest friend now mm. um and i'll fly down to north carolina to train with him cool. just because you know we're as close together at disabilities as possible you know yeah. that, I, that i've run into and um you know we end up we end up rolling for hours that's you know yeah. like from I remember the first time I went to his house, we, we rolled in his house from nine o'clock at night till three in the morning, wow. you know, just straight, never, never had a break. And we're, we're talking technique the whole time and, and bouncing ideas off each other. And then two months later, we're fighting each other, so awesome. you know, yeah, so like cool. we mean, especially Brian, Brian Freeman, I really want to give him a shout out just because I think he's like, he's the best ambassador that I feel for our sport. I've, I've run into a, a lot of guys who, who are good for para jitsu who are good for adaptive grappling, but um, but I feel like Brian, Brian's, you know, he's just doing it the right way. Well, when you me know? and you set up all those pages, maybe we'll make him an admin on one of them. We definitely just will. Saying. We definitely yeah. will. Yep. Definitely, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get this message out there, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and he, and he's, he's the guy that's leading from the front out in America. That's awesome. You know, he's, he's the guy doing kind of what I'm doing here in Canada, you know, um, and we actually just had an adaptive summit. Me and Brian had this idea one time where wouldn't it be cool if we got all like the adaptive people we know to train in one place. And, and Brian actually went ahead and made that happen. He invited people to his house in North Carolina and we trained for a week. And then the weekend, uh, uh, following that we went, we all showed up to an able body tournament. We never told the 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 promoter that we were coming we just showed up yeah. and we expected to be put in in normal brackets and all it all it was was just showing the the jiu-jitsu community that we're out there yeah. you know we had we had no expectations of going in there and and like killing everybody and yeah. and doing whatever but you know we were obviously the most the most talked about event that happened at that yeah. tournament and everybody awesome. was happy to see us there. So, yeah. you know, and I'm sure just from, just from that one instance, you know, we've, we changed the outlook of so many people's lives, but, but that, that was for us, that, that adaptive jujitsu camp was all for us. And I think there was seven of us that got together at Brian Freeman's place of all disabilities, cerebral palsy, spinal cord injuries, um, a guy with three amputations. Wow. Um, you know, and we all just talk tech got to roll with each other a little bit, helped each other out, showed each other some of our moves, and yep. then went to this tournament and, and took part. That's incredible, man. That's so cool. So we're, we're, we're taking steps right now. Like, you know, there's guys out there, even um, Max Aloha. Max Aloha's got a para jiu-jitsu magazine in America. Um, you know, he's, do, he's doing great things, too. We're, we're, there's a few of us out there that are really trying to lead from the front and get this ad- adaptive jujitsu off the ground. But, you know, guys like you and your podcast and, you know, your social media presence, I, I really can't say enough thank yous to, to, to you guys man, for man. helping for helping me. Whatever, man. Whatever, man. It's nothing. <laughs> sure, dude. No, hey, I've said he's, it. He's sitting across from me telling him how awesome I am, and I'm like, yeah, thanks. And he's like, no, not thank you. Because yeah. No, thank me. Thank you. It's, it's fucking, it's nothing for me to give away followers. I don't lose followers. You're not. 
followers by giving away followers. I want every fucking person on my Facebook, on my Instagram to follow you because what you're doing is amazing. But and it's, every it, one of them probably knows somebody who could use you in their it's life. A, it's a multitude of time and effort, not just right now, but over a period of time that you've worked to make things what they are to give people like me a platform. Well, Definitely. I 100% appreciate what you're doing for me and uh, what you're what you're doing to help the adaptive jiu-jitsu community. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I can speak for both of us. We're definitely on your guys' side. For appreciate sure. it. 100%. Appreciate it. What do you mean, your guys? Yeah, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What, what the fuck are you trying to he say? He said, what? <laughs> I, uh, Definitely, man. Can we tell the elevator thing? Remember I asked you about it? I said, were you ever, like, personally offended? By like, there was a guy that got mad that someone wasn't letting you in the elevator, or the, the couple was going in with their luggage. What? Oh, when did this happen? That? No, I don't. No, I messaged you, and I was like, have you ever been, like, personally offended by anything, like, regarding it? It was back when I asked you about the stairs. And you told me about a, an older gentleman who got mad because two people walked into an elevator before you. This was in Paris. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't get offended at anything, but I find people around me really get bent out of shape about a lot of stuff now, you know, and, and where, where that would be my job. I've really like tried to get that out of my life. Like, yeah. Even if I see somebody doing something wrong, it's not my job to correct the world. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, I can, again, I can only deal with what I can deal with. That's I can right, only man. control my perception. Yep. And if my perception is focusing on what a fucking douchebag you are, <laughs> trying to correct your life, Wasting I've just time, wasted man. my, not just that time, right. but it stays with me hours after. Definitely. I you think hear about that, all you online fuckers fighting with each other, yeah. wasting your life. Fucking get exactly. over it. Move exactly. on. Keep going. So... So, yeah, I mean, um, I was in Paris, <laughs> and uh, I was looking to go down to the main level to get some food before my train took off, and I'm lining up for the elevator, and the elevator is, like, packed. Like, the area to get the elevator is packed with tourists who have suitcases and who are obviously looking to get a train like me. <laughs> and there's this old French guy, this old, like... Like, I, I think he's actually, like, you know, looking for change and stuff like that. But he was so irate when he saw all these people not moving to let me in the elevator when he came. <laughs> right. And he started throwing a fit, man. He was going <laughs> crazy. He's yelling in French. And, I, and I'm like, I'm starting to get the idea when he's pointing at me that, you know, this has to do with me, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's your fault or so something. So I'm fucking, I'm looking around and... And there's a guy to my left. He's like at a you know business casual, and he's kind of like chuckling under his breath. <laughs> and I go, uh, "Hey man," I'm like, "Is this about me?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 and the guy, the guy had that reaction too. He just, he just busted out laughing. And I'm like, "Ah shit," you know. Um, I really don't want this to be. I, I don't want a fight breaking out. And, Dude, this old guy got so irate that security got called. Oh, shit, and by man. the time I got on the elevator, you know, <laughs> security was, like, trying to calm this guy down. And, you know, I, I went up to the old guy, and I kind of patted him on the back and thanked him. But, you know, I, I just find that people get more bent out of shape about these things now than I do. I, yep. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to, like I said, whittle my life down, yes, you know. And um, correcting the world was one of 
you know, my job duties. I felt, you know, like you know, it was it was just part of what it was to be a human to me for yeah. a long time. And now I, I, I just, I, I can't deal with focusing on that negative. We need, as a society, we need more people to realize that they shouldn't be fucking trying to do that. And, and I'm not saying we shouldn't have ad, advocates no. and fucking all that other shit. Yeah. I'm saying if all you're doing is arguing online with somebody, oh, you're probably man. not going to change their mind, especially not going to change their mind coming at them from an aggressive standpoint. Yeah, like, if you're going to complain, give me a fucking solution. Yeah, well, yeah that, that's what discussions like you're, are all about. Yeah. Yeah, Two and opinions that, and you discuss it. That's why are you going to shit on people's parade without fucking helping sure. them? Like, you're you're just a dick. You're a, you're absolutely a fucking dick. Because you just dick. said it, yeah. these people are fucking miserable. Yeah. yeah. And misery loves company. Absolutely. And it's easy to get company online. Absolutely. And absolutely Keyboard it is. warriors, man. And you know what? I feel bad for some of these people. I do because 100%. they might have I don't. I a poor life. And, and, <laughs> I don't even and, know they exist anymore. And, no and selfies do, either. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that <laughs> selfie <laughs> game, bro. But, I, I mean, these people, everyone has a story. And like you said, you can't correct everything. You can feel for people. But if you're miserable, you're fucking miserable. I believe it's a choice. Yes. Everyone's handed uh, uh, what's, what, uh, hand cards, right? Yeah. Just like you are. Yeah. Just like I am, just like Ken. Just, we all have our own perception and our own situations. And again, it's how you deal with it. Yeah. You're dealing with it brilliantly. We're yeah. dealing with our shit. Everyone's dealing with shit. Yeah, I took my hand of cards and fucking fired it right back into the dealer's <laughs> face. Yeah, yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. Fuck you know? For sure, man. man. Like, I just, I, that's a great analogy, too. I, I kind of want to speak on that. Like, I have just <clears throat> really decided in this last year, my, like, if you really want to know what I did, I just, I chose not to play this game anymore. Yeah. I just chose not to go about living my life in the way that we're, you know, societally, um, you know, conditioned to do it. Yeah. You know, I, I refused to live that nine to five. I tried it, man. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I, I tried listening to everybody complain. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had to shrink my bubble. The only way that I felt like I could be the most effective in my life is just to shrink my bubble and just keep doing me. Yep. You know, I mean, it, it all comes down to surroundings. I feel like I've done the same thing, man. Yeah. And I feel like you did it long ago. Yeah. Long ago. Like, I, I could never do nine to five. I tried. I couldn't do it. And I still have the conversation all the time. My, uh, my family, my wife's family, like, you know, like, do you think it would be better if you had a nine to five job? And then I'm like, no, I, I, I functionally, and I'm coming from like a mental place. Like, I don't think I'd be able to do it and be happy. Yeah. And all I truly want is happiness. Like, we've talked about this, and I think I've talked to both of you guys. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs, yeah. I don't spend money. I have nothing that I need to spend money on, but, like, I want happiness, yeah. right? You know? So, like, my goal is just all about, like, how am I going to get happy? Well, I, I want don't. all Kent's drugs. Yeah, yeah. he can have all my allotment of <laughs> yeah. the drugs. I'll take them. My goal, I'm going to get rich as fuck. Yeah. And then I'm going to go to Disney World every goddamn year. Yeah, That's thing. what's going to make me happy. For sure. Because, like, I don't know if it, we, I don't know how much we've talked about it yet, but I love Disney as much as Boogie. I truly believe it. I just don't live next to it. Right. But I'm a fucking child, man. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, in Disney, thing, and I'm carrying both my kids, and I sprained my ankle so bad running to the new <laughs> Avatar line, but I wouldn't tell anybody. So, like, the last day, my father-in-law is like, man, your ankle's fucking mangled. And I'm like, shh. I mean, you, you, <laughs> I'm not ruining this fucking trip. You yeah. definitely don't want to be that guy in the Avatar line bitching about your Dude, ankle. Dude, yeah. I waited Seriously. three and a half hours for that motherfucker. That's right. And I had to lie to Deanna to get her to go. My wife won't wait a half an hour for a line. And I was like, no, we'll get there at 8 o'clock in the morning. 
We'll be the first ones through the door. We'll sprint there. And we'll be in in like a half an hour. And then you get there at eight. You Dude, wait three hours. We did three hours. <laughs> we made such good friends with the family in front of us. We hugged them goodbye. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's but cool. I'm, I'm a Disney like freak, man. Like I fucking love Disney. That's right. why Boogie messaged That's me. That's awesome. He's yeah. gonna send me a Disney freak T-shirt. That's, That's awesome. Bad. That is. Yeah. And fuck you, Boogie, for not sending I me one. I love you, Boogie. Yeah. He doesn't need <laughs> yeah. one. He yeah. has a wrist locks and retinas one. We're the Disney freaks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I got your face on my body. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even think met about it. Think about it. Love you, yeah. Man, I, I, I just want to touch back on that nine to five bullshit, guys, because I do it every day. I work in law enforcement. <coughs> Loser. Yeah. So well, hey, I mean, I got to eat, right? <laughs> uh, I, I work as a deputy sheriff, and not, not only do I deal with the worst of the worst, you know, scum of the earth, and I'll call them that because it's what they are. Fuckers. But the nine to five is not a good gig, man. No. It isn't. Um, it's, again, I think just this past year, I've really gotten worn down with it. And I've gotten worn down with trying to fix everything, like yep. you said. You know, and when I put that uniform on every day, I understand it's kind of my, it is my duty to publicly serve. But man, it weighs on you, for sure. And not so, nine it's to five. to your job, hey? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You know? Absolutely, yeah. And you have to be. It'd be a bit better in your nine to five if you were getting, you know, thank you, sir. If, if I was yeah. doing Appreciate shit. you coming. Yeah. Exactly, But yeah. you're getting. Thank you for you're this. Getting Instead, I'm shit getting. heels all the time. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So that's where you guys come in and where I respect the fuck the nine the fu- or fuck the nine to five attitude. Yeah. Um, Kent's been like that for a long time. You've been like that for a long time. Long time. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's cool. I, I long to be like you guys. I'm yeah. just, again, I'm just not See, talented. if I worked I'm, in I'm your industry, talented. I would end up in jail with them. Yeah. Because no, I would tired. fuck up a few of them. Yeah, I just take, take all the drugs and sell them all. That's, yeah, yeah, right. that's how I take my family yeah, to Disneyland. Right. We're going to <laughs> Disney! Yeah, got that Twice oxy, this bro, year! Man, selling that oxy, bro. See, when, I, when I get elected president of Canada, well, because first order of business is going to be changing it from prime minister to president. Okay, and then once I'm the president of Canada, fucking public executions of all Ooh. repeat offenders. Yeah, you know what? If, I you're, think. if you're like a, a shithole scumbag, you're getting put down. Like a dog that keeps biting people. Man, I think like uh, sorry, like rapists like or, or or sexual <laughs> deviants. got dark there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like sexual deviants should be fucking tortured, or you know, they, they, they should be made to do roofs every day in thirty thirty thirty. Yeah, I, I, well, my roof need to be done. Who's gonna do it? With me. In a couple friends. How about we put them in that heartbreaker for about half an hour? Fuck the half an hour. I say all fucking day. We'll we'll, we'll get fresh guys every minute, man. You gotta fight Boogie and keep that the heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah, You hear that, Boogie? It's not a reverse 100%. It's It's mine. It's mine. It's the Billy Ray Cyrus. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, hey, keep breaking your heart. Yeah, man. You see where I'm going with that. I see it. I see it. Change that shit up, Boogie, man. Fucking right. All right, so that's it. We're done. That's it, guys. Man, I gotta say. Pete, man, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, thank you for coming down. Oh, thank you, guys. You're an inspiration, man. Thank uh, you. Especially thank me. You can compliment me again. Yeah, I'll take thank it. You can. Yeah, I love you, Ken. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that it was, was wonderful. But, Buy my shit. For sure. But 
seriously, thank you so much. You're an inspiration. All the best on your travels, man. Thank you, Next time you're down, we'll have you on again. Follow him on Instagram and uh, the new Facebook page that we just started a few minutes ago. Yeah, make it happen. Follow him. What is uh, Deadweight JJ? Deadweight JJ on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Pete McGregor on Facebook. Make it happen, guys. Well, and Deadweight JJ on Facebook now, the new page. We're going to have a whole bunch of other motherfuckers, too, so just look for them all. Follow this guy. It's awesome shit. Inspirational, like I said. I'm Jan. He's Kent. Thank you, Pete, again. We're out of here.